So we shall see. Again, my biggest reason for bringing the NRA up is because I believe they will support Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio just put forth his legislation or his proposal for legislation for red flag laws um, a couple of days ago, uh, the first week of January 2019. So this is very, very current. So let's see what the NRA's stance is going to be on this. My guess is because Marco Rubio is pretty much bought and paid for, he probably got the go-ahead from the NRA to go ahead and make this decision so that he wouldn't get a bad grade or something like that from the NRA, how they rate the politicians. So my guess is he's already had conversation with the NRA, and the NRA probably supports what he's doing, and you will hear about that any day now when it comes out. It may already be out, to be honest with you. I haven't searched long and hard enough to find the NRA stance on anything like this, but my guess is they, they will support this if they haven't already. So I'm not a fan of this at all. I don't believe in that. I believe red flag, well, I don't believe red flags laws are a uh, infringement on many amendments, not just the second. What is it? The fourth and the fifth also that we're going to be infringing upon. Uh, you know, there, there's the issue of going in somebody's home and taking their property uh, without any kind of compensation for it. Uh, you know, you've got due process involved. You've got the second amendment involved. How do we ditch all of that? And I know what some of you, if you're liberals, you may be thinking, well, what do we do? Do we just do nothing? No, you work on the people. It's the same old story again. Here we go again, going after a gun. If a person is a threat to somebody, do you honestly think, A, that they're going to let you take their guns, so you're probably going to be involved in some kind of a shooting like has already happened, I believe, in Maryland or Virginia, where there was a red flag law that was imposed, went to a guy's house, take his guns, and there was a shootout, and the man was killed. But you're going to have that, and then you've got the flip side of that on the B side where, okay, now you've got your red flag laws in place. Does the guy really tell you all of the guns that he has? I've got guns in my house. I mean, if there's no real registration of guns, how do you know what you're going to get? You know what I mean? If there's no true registration of firearms whenever you purchase them, if the local law enforcement agencies come to my house to take my guns. What do they think I have? Do they know I have anything other than maybe social media posts where they may have seen something? They should have no proof or evidence of what I have. So what are they going to get? You see my point? They're not going to eliminate anything because that person is not going to tell them everything they have. Even if they do have the right, the I say the right, the self-imposed right to search a man's house in order to take his guns, do you honestly think that he's going to leave himself completely defenseless? No. Something is going to be hidden somewhere. It's not like they're going to stake the guy out and put bugs on his car and all that and follow him all around like he's got a nuclear bomb or something. They're not going to do that. They're just going to go to his house. What guns you got? Oh, I got this, this, and this. All right, we need to take them. All right, fine. This dude may have 20 more guns in the back with 20,000 rounds of ammunition. So that doesn't stop anything. And let's say you do take all of his guns. If the mind is in a state, I say this all the time, if the mind is in a state where it could take somebody else's life, you taking guns out of the scenario does not change the guy's mind. He still wants to kill himself or other people, and he will do it. My fear is that he doesn't take a step backwards and take something less lethal, like a baseball bat or something like that, He's going to take a step farther and find something more lethal. He's either going to run over you with a, a van or a van full of explosives or use Tannerite or something worse. 
But us removing guns from the, the scenario, that's like a speed bump. You know what I mean? That's like a speeder hitting a speed bump. Yeah, it, it discombobulates him for a very brief moment, but it doesn't stop where he's going and where he's headed. So anyway, guys, that's my stance on that. I, I have a real problem with this whole red flag thing. I do not think it's the right thing to do. I'm not one of these guys that says no compromise and I won't even listen to what you've got to say. If you want to talk about guns, if somebody from the left wants to talk to me about guns and talk to me about some kind of potential things that we can do, you know, to make things better or whatever. Hey, that's fine. I will listen to you. Doesn't mean I'm giving you anything, but I will listen to you. But this is the kind of stuff I will not listen to because you cannot convince me that making a false claim, and make no mistake about it, false claims will, will outnumber the actual claims on red flag laws. But make no mistake, these false claims will not stop things from happening negatively. And there's going to be so many false claims. There's going to be people who are going to be getting in trouble who should not be. Um, you know, if a guy knows that he's done something wrong and cops come to his house, he knows why they're there. But if I'd done nothing wrong and cops come to my house... If somebody's beating on my door at midnight, I'm going to meet them at the at the uh, at my front door with a shotgun with a weapons light right in their face. Now, is that cop going there, or those group of cops going to my house with the misinformation already that I might be a threat? They're thinking I'm a wacko, that I'm a crazy guy, so they're already going there expecting to get pushback to meet a violent person. Okay, if I'm not a violent person, I'm not expecting anybody coming to my house. So when I hear somebody banging on my door telling me to open up, I'm thinking it's somebody trying to break in. So again, I'm going to meet them with a gun. So then those cops immediately have that preconceived notion in their mind of what kind of person I am. When I come out, out with a gun in my hand, they think, oh, he's fixing to open fire on us and they shoot me dead right in my doorway. How can this not go wrong, guys? How can it not go wrong? The false claims are going to be the thing that derails this whole process. That's the worst part about it. And not to mention that the whole thing's un-American to begin with. Guys, I'm going to shake on out of here. Uh, I just felt like I need to drop this little bit of knowledge on you guys pretty soon. I'm going to look for the NRA's uh, stands on this. And I will uh, most likely report on that tomorrow with my high-capacity podcast from Legally Owned America. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me and for listening. Again, I really appreciate, appreciate you guys checking out Legally Owned America's podcast. Don't forget to check us out also on YouTube. Uh, we've got tons of uh, cool videos out there. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Proveit.video is a great new video site out there. Gun District is a good social media site for gun guys. You can check us out there as well. Uh, cool places that you can go to find out all the stuff, cool things that we're doing and things of that nature. So again, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I will hopefully talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good evening. Shoot straight and be safe.